This is the DFW Experts Corner. We take you into the world of Dallas-Fort Worth's most knowledgeable professionals. From legal to health, from home improvement to financial, we cover it all. Now, here's your host, Kevin Ebelin. Good morning and welcome back to the DFW Experts Corner at WatchOnAirLive.com. I am your host, Kevin Ebling. And uh, in studio today, we have Bo Etheridge and Daniel Nanasi. Thanks for being here, fellas. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Um, let me get to Daniel if you can talk just a little bit closer there. I want to make sure everybody can hear you loud and clear. Yes, thanks for having us. Now, you guys are with Branded Media. Think. Think Branded Media, but that's not the, uh, the highlight of what we're talking about today. That's not our main focus. We are, we're here to talk about... Uh, where's the food dot film? See, I haven't really researched this. I don't do a lot of show prep. I like to just do it off the cuff. So we're all in this together. Um, so where's the food.com or dot film? Sorry, I want to get into that. But before we do, tell me a little about Think Branded Media, what you guys do, how you got started, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Think Branded Media is kind of a boutique marketing agency that we started. Um, Daniel and I had a couple of businesses before this, but we really focus on storytelling. Um, for brands, agencies, entities, and so on and so forth. So kind of the documentary, quote-unquote, style is uh, is kind of our forte. And what kind of drew you to this line of work? How did you get involved in it? Man, uh, music, um, not wanting to do really anything else. Um, I, I love telling stories all the time, and I'm pretty wordy at times. And long well, that's winded. good for the radio show. So <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Don't worry <laughs> well, about it. We'll see how I'll, I'll do. But I'm glad I don't have to worry about any shortage of words. <laughs> but I found that, um, you know, editing, telling stories through, you know, video and through film and photos and through media are um, great. It's a great exercise for me to say things concisely and to the point. And, um, you know, uh, right now, we're, we've, Bo and I have been working together for about a dozen years as, as business partners and friends. And, um, yeah, uh, we just love what we do. And uh, at this point, we're trying to make more of an impact with what we sure. do. Sure. And how, how did Think Branded Media actually come to fruition once you guys had this idea? Because you've been working together for so long. Yeah, well, we had a, another company with uh, several other partners prior um, for about seven years. And um, that crew disbanded um and and uh we had done kind of everything for everybody from feature films or reality shows to corporate videos and what we loved doing the most was uh experiential marketing festivals traveling um telling the stories behind brands uh documentaries music related stuff and that's kind of how we uh you know carved out our niche with think branded media and our, our clientele with that and um yeah and i would even say it you know to that point, stuff that we realized after the fact we enjoyed the most, and also on the other side of the coin, that our clients or collaborators, you know, were most excited about was kind of always that that documentary storytelling, authentic, right? You know, content. And so, yeah, as we were growing up, we were like, you know what? Maybe we we kind of focus our efforts more directly in that space and it's you know it's it's worked out good for us it's basically aligning our uh, you know what we do for a living with our passions um and you know we found out you know like many other people once you start aligning those two things then you know stuff starts happening 
Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, I, just from a personal standpoint, I'm one of those guys who took a very long time to figure out what he wanted to do. So once you do anything and it clicks, then everything starts working, sure. working a lot better. Now, uh, Daniel, you mentioned clientele. What kind of clientele does Think Brand and Media generally have? Um, generally, it's, um, you know, sometimes individuals. Uh, like right now, for instance, we're working with, um, you know, smaller uh, clients like um, a, a, some motivational speakers, um, some authors putting out content, and then on the higher end, um, hospital systems. We do a lot of work in like the medical and healthcare space. That's uh, bread and butter for us. So um, it can be passion projects as well as professional. Sure, sure, and um, and they're aligned because even our even the stuff we do with with the hospitals and with the healthcare, um, you know. Uh, a lot of it's meaningful stories. That's why people, you know, hire us and, and, and commission us to do stuff because they want to put, you know, meaning into their stories and we're really good at translating that. Right. And um, so, yeah, so even with a, you know, not as like exciting project um, that one would think wouldn't be as like exciting, it's still, you know, it's the same for us as far as our process and, and you know, like the blood and sweat we put into it. Um, we're also on the more fun side. We're doing a... a, a travel show. Um, we're, uh, being hired to like co-produce and direct it and, and edit it and stuff like that. It's, uh, for an app. And, um, I think in like two weeks, I'm going to be going to Morocco to film with the crew, um, for about 10 days. So we love traveling. Yeah. It sounds like it. I you mean, know, that, that should be a nice, uh, nice business trip. Yeah. And we go to Montana every year, um, to film an unscripted, uh, docu-series for uh, horse channel ride TV. Um, that we've we've been working with them for for many years. They're so out of Fort Worth. Yeah, so it's kind of all over the place um, as far as clientele. Um, and I mean, it just goes to show that everyone has a story. Yeah, um, absolutely. And everyone needs it told. Not everyone, but you know, brands and and people with with you know a mission. And so yeah, it's really fun for us. We get to do a lot, meet a lot of people. No, I, I'm definitely a guy who respects uh, media groups who like to focus the attention on, you know, the passion. You know, you actually are, are really into it and having fun. Because if it's not fun, what's the point? Right. Um, but I, I promise we are going to switch gears a little. I don't want to spend too much time on Think Branded Media because I know you guys want to talk about where's the food dot film. So just for our listeners who have no idea what that is, tell us a little about it. It's really a transmedia movement that we're uh, starting about food deserts in Dallas, um, and originally it was intended as a documentary project. And then we realized that, you know, the st things were, the story was happening and we wanted to keep up with it and we didn't want to hold off on spreading this information out to people. Um, and we decided to, you know, do stuff like this podcast, Facebook live. Uh, we release little video snippets, uh, on a weekly basis on our Facebook and YouTube channels. Um, and really it's, uh, it's kind of to get people aware of, of what's going on because we were completely unaware of this, uh, of this issue in See, Dallas. I'm, I'm feeling that way right now. I'm like, yeah. the layman, I, what's a food desert? What is a food desert? <laughs> yeah. We get that 10 out of 10 times when, when we bring that up and, uh, a food desert as uh, defined by the USDA is a neighborhood without a grocery store within a mile radius, which doesn't seem, you know, a mile is not that big of a deal, but, um, there's a lot of things that play into that. And uh, it's really, you know, we call it like a resource desert because for the same reason there's no grocery stores, there's no, you know, uh, schools aren't very good and that your right. cell phone connection is not very good and just the resources aren't, you know, all there. They're all connected. It's really. all connected. Yeah. And so food is um, one spoke on that wheel. And we found um, that it was... Uh, 
you know, every, everyone connects to a plate of food, right? I mean, everyone's got to eat. Absolutely. Right. And so that's a, um, you know, for us, I think it's a good, it's, it's how, a pretty essential, uh, <laughs> necessity. Yeah. And it's, and it's a, it's kind of a, a good, uh, way to start the conversation with just about anybody about this. And, um, you know, we're hoping that this isn't written off as some, you know, there's no agenda with this politically or, you know, otherwise this is just, you know, we're not experts on food deserts by any means, but we, we, we are experts on telling stories and we, we felt compelled to tell this one because of just like the statistics, like, you know, there's a half a million people in Dallas that are food insecure, which means they're, they don't know where their next meal is coming from. Half a million. Half a million. I mean, that's a pretty big chunk. Yeah, and that's... Especially for an area of the world, or of the United States in particular, that people consider, you know, a pretty healthy economy. Right. Sure, and we right. have, um, I don't know the exact number, but it's around 25 billionaires that are here. Um, so, you know, we're not the worst food desert. We are number one for childhood poverty, number three for childhood homelessness. And obviously like those, you know, this all has to do with poverty yeah. to a degree. There's other spokes on that wheel. Um, but and the financial you know, gap is what's, is so the disparity between those 25 billionaires to those half million people. Right, there's quite a big margin there. Right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's really not to say, I think it's worth noting that it's not to say that like money's gonna solve this problem. It isn't a hundred, it's not all about, I mean, money will for sure help. The billionaires can help with influence and money, but it's not about money. It's really about community. Uh, and so, you know, um, and that's back to the project, what we're aiming, what our goal is with this is to make people aware on, you know, from the ground up, like, you know, what food desert is, what's going on here, you know, what's, what are the causes, what are the effects? And then um, that's, you know, we're really mainly focused on um, making this a positive story. This isn't like another documentary you see on Netflix. Right, about, you don't like, want to be depressing, like The Cove or something. Yeah, um, so we, the we want people to have takeaways with this project, not on just like information and like, you know, it problems, but like on action. And we're really focusing uh, our project on people and organizations in Dallas that are focused on solving the food desert issue. And what's interesting about it, it's like so multi-pronged, you know, uh, there's, you know, just all kinds of different, go, you can go to our uh, our Facebook page and see that and our YouTube channel and see the videos. Uh, so that's the focus is we're highlighting action takers, um, you know, and uh, change makers that are that are doing things, and and we're hoping to, and actually we already have so far in our efforts, we've already connected people, um, organizations to other organizations, people, and so just from our, our our small efforts so far, it's been you know we're seeing some some uh, you know it's kinetic and people are gravitating. Oh yeah, yeah it absolutely. And yeah, and it, it really started as you know becoming aware. Um, wanting to, to help with the resources that we have, you know, as storytellers, as business owners. And then over the past, you know, the, the last year and a half, it's grown into, we've got to tell this story, you know, it's like the serious volume has turned up. And so, you know, whereas in, I think initially it, it began as like, let's make a film about this issue. And it's grown into, let it, let's use every media platform we have at our disposal. Right, because there's so the many outlets out. these days yeah, absolutely. That, you, that you can utilize. And I was just before, we have to take a break here in a minute. Do you guys mind sticking around for the next sure. segment? Sure. Excellent. Uh, but before we go, can you give our uh, audience a bit of a sneak preview to some of the organizations that are involved in this, absolutely. that are actually taking action? Yeah. Um, Bonton Farms. Um, and Google all this stuff. Um, it's usually like the name .org and look them up and just, you know, 
check it out, research it. Uh, Bonton Farms, they're a urban garden that's expanding. They sell a lot of their food to the local restaurants, doing big things. Equal Heart, which is a food recovery uh, nonprofit. They take stuff that like Trader Joe's is throwing away and uh, you know, it's not even expired and, right. gives, and hands it out to people. Um, who else? Uh, uh, commit. F- commit. The Commit Partnership. That's really rooted in education. Uh, Four Oak Cliff. Um, they're working with the Commit Partnership, and that's like a, a grassroots, uh, the Harvest Project, uh, also with food recovery. So there's tons. It's, it seems like there's so many ways, too, that you can avoid the mass waste of food that happens in our country. I mean, not just here, all over the world. But um, I have a million more questions about that, but we do have to take a real quick break. We have Bo Etheridge and Daniel Nanasi in studio, and we will be right back after this. More of the DFW Experts Corner is next on On Air Live. You're listening to the DFW Experts Corner on On Air Live. All right. are listening to the DFW Experts Corner on On Air Live. We are streaming at watchonairlive.com and the On Air Live mobile app. I'm your host, Kevin Ebling, and in studio today we have Daniel Nanasi and Bo Etheridge talking about where's the food dot film. We're talking food deserts, wasted food, and it's all for a good cause. It's great to have you guys in here, and I appreciate you sticking around for our uh, second half of the show here. Appreciate it. Um, so before the break, I was uh, you, you were mentioning some of the organizations that have already jumped on board with this and are currently helping here in the DFW area. And you mentioned uh, one of them, I, I already forgot the name. They help with uh, this, you know, stuff that Trader Joe's throws out that isn't even, you know. It, it, I heard a statistic that 60% of food in America is wasted. Yeah, it's something like 40%. Is that, is that in any way, is that true? Yeah, I, mean, I don't even 40 is a huge figure. Yeah, I don't know the exact numbers and what it comes down to is just like distribution channels. And it really just I mean, if you really want to get to the root of it, it's a lot of just inequality. Um, and you have to just do your history for that because that's like a whole other conversation. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, Equal Heart, um, they uh, have, you know, are, are, are sponsored by like the United Way, the ground floor grant. And uh, I think PepsiCo has done some uh sponsorships and work with them and yeah they uh, work with, they also work with restaurants so if you know any restaurants or friends that own restaurants or if you work at a restaurant and you see tons of food going to waste um, even if it's perishable food please get in touch with equal heart it's equalheart.org because they will uh, they partner with restaurants also and get um, you know that food to um, to people that need it and um, you know it's a uh, it's, it's, it's not what you think too. Like I realize it's not just like handouts. There's a lot of people uh, in these communities that are taking this food that like really need it. They're, they do have jobs. They are working. Um, I think Equal Heart is doing it, uh, a situation now where they, where they're even collecting some money, like five or $10, you know, just to cover the gas costs, just to make right. it sustainable. And that's really a good segue um, into, um, sorry, I know that's your line. But, oh, no, uh, no, no. So go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Please, but, anything you can take off my plate as well. Sure. There's just a lot to cover. And, um, but, uh, yeah, sustainability is something that we are going to be addressing in, in this project because there are, you know, there's certain sustainable ways to do things and less sustainable ways to do things. And, you know, we want to inform people beyond just what a food desert is, but also like 
you know, about say sustainability and like what that means and how you can make a big impact uh, or a bigger impact than just like donating a can to a food driver showing up and picking right. up trash. Those are all good. And we're all about the sentiment and the solidarity of people coming together. But, um, you know, we, we've been out, we film quite a bit for this. Um, and we go out to, you know, like Bonton farms and there's people digging holes and, you know, we talked to a lot of people and there's like lawyers and CPAs and, you know, people that charge lots of money for their skills Yeah, absolutely. that are, you know, doing in essence, like $13 an hour jobs. And again, the sentiment's great on the volunteer day, but you know, if, if you can, if you're worth more than that and you have skills, um, you know, all of these nonprofits, some more than others need lawyers and photographers and architects absolutely, and, you know, spokespeople and fundraisers and all of it. So um, one of the, uh, actually we have some outcomes other than just making a movie and, and, you know, with this project and one of them is, um, connecting people and building. We want to talk with the commit partnership about it to build some simple website where anyone can log on a tool and they go on and enter in their profession and they submit that. And then it yields you 10 or so or whatever organizations locally that need, you know, your skill, your profession. Wow, that's and, a great way to get involved. Yeah, and it's so and they're doing simple. all the work for you. Yeah, and we've heard that, that that tool may exist. And if so, if anyone out there knows it, please for the information. Yeah, to uh, where's the food film at gmail.com. That's how you can get in touch with us. And yeah, if you know about that, we we don't want to, you know, reinvent the wheel or whatever. Um we want to get behind other people who are doing things already. Again, sustainability. I think the point is 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 there's more than just going out and digging a hole or going out and picking up trash, like Daniel said. And really that's our perspective, like where we're coming from is, you know, we have these tools, we have these assets, you know, to to tell the story. And we're not from food deserts, right? And that can be right. viewed or skewed a certain way. So we're really being conscious um, and, and taking an effort of aligning and, and collaborating with those that actually live in these neighborhoods because... It's their story, not our story. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, we address that too. It's like, you know, a lot of it's like people from like outsiders falling in love and getting passionate and coming right. in and trying to solve the problem. And sometimes, and there are examples of this um, where people come in to do good and they actually end up doing more harm. And uh, so that's why, you know, it's incumbent on us to tell the story properly and to, um, you know, we're working with um you know, some leaders in some of these communities. So they, you know, we basically ask them how this project can help them. Um, I think that's a key piece to it. Absolutely. It, like, so, it, you know, once you're ready to get involved and you're aware, now you're ready to get involved. Um, there's, you know, you have to, there's an awareness to that as well, you know? Um, and again, we, those are things we want to address um, and educate people about. And um, that, that kind of brings us to another outcome of this. Um, we're working with... Um, other media professionals in our industry to formulate a group of uh, and create this like media mentorship program with kids um, from food deserts where we can help uh, teach them how to tell you know uh, stories you know because that's who to Bo's point that's who should be telling these stories sure and um, you know we work out of a really cool co working studio called Weld. Um, with a lot of really talented um, artists and photographers and stuff. And we're going to be collaborating with them to host um, some of these kids so we can get them outside of their, you know, environment so they can kind of see what else is out there and, you know, help us maybe make this movie and with this project even and just get people involved and not just, you know, people from, you know, more affluent neighborhoods, but 
Um, cause that, that's going to help, but we really need involvement from people from within. And part of the issue with that is that they're unaware. Also, a lot of these kids that grew up in these neighborhoods and they don't realize what's, you know, what's normal. They think, right. you know, gunshots and, yeah. and hunger is normal. And, and so again, it's just, and that's kind of harder for us to tap into that because those people don't have Netflix or internet and, you know, they're probably not listening to this podcast, probably you know? Not. Yeah. Um, so that's a whole other challenge. And as we go further along in this endeavor, we're, you know, we're getting in over our heads kind of, but it's, it's okay because there's so many other people doing things and we're just joining that community and we don't have to start a nonprofit. We're not, we're not going to start a nonprofit. We're not starting a foundation. We're just going to continue doing us telling stories. Well, you're, yeah, you're storytellers, you're filmmakers. Yeah. I mean, this is, that's the way you'd like to convey a message. Sure. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, we're just going to be a part of the community. And, um, and I think there's a lot of that there, just like the, the film festival going on, you know, that's a, you know, a community and it's being brought to, it's bringing together a community from a visual standpoint. And, uh, and it's, you know, that's honestly why we're here. They, they set this up, this interview up for us. And, um, again, it's really, it's perfect. And it's just, it's just a testament to what's actually happening in Dallas because the whole Earth Day X film festival is about solution oriented, right? you know, issues, you know, uh, films and yes. projects, not just like, Hey, look at this problem. And right. You know, so it's, it's, it's a great time. And I'm, there's actual know. action you can take and there's yes. letting people know you're actually getting that message out while also creating something that's, um, you know, entertaining. Sure. And, uh, you know, it is somewhat of a dismal issue on many levels, but like you said, you don't want it to be very, you know, you don't want it to be a bummer basically. Right. right. You know, you want it to be something that's almost inspirational. It makes people want to help. Um, so I just want to know, how do you kind of maintain that positive vibe throughout the filmmaking process? I mean, one thing I love is that the acronym for the movie is WTF. Mm-hmm. That already is like a fun thing. Like, you know, I'm looking sure. at your website right here where you can go and uh, watch the teaser at where's the food.film. So yeah, how do you, how do you keep it um, upbeat, I guess is what well, I'm it's, it's, it's funny actually, because a lot of these uh, communities and the people we talk to about this project, you would be surprised on how hopeful, how positive, and and how energetic, you know, despite kind of a lot of the dismal right. situations, you know, and and we talk about, you know, with certain people we're we're discussing it with, you know, about the style or music choices or how we want to shoot it, and and people get really excited, and and, and people have told us is like make sure that at the end of the day it's it's still enjoyable and fun. And and something that's you know um, interesting to watch and not just doomsday, doomsday, right. doomsday. And I would assume a lot of these people also have a pretty positive outlook because you know, like you said, what's considered normal for them is different from other people. So it's relatively easy, I would think, to stay positive. But it's just making sure that you can that translates to what you're putting on screen, right? And a lot of it's also. You know, as I said before, we're big into music. So I think for me, music is a huge part of it. You can set tones with that. Definitely. And and so that's a huge piece to it. And we're trying to reach out to as many musicians. And there's actually a lot of musicians that are involved with this issue as well outside of Dallas. Um, you know, rappers that there's rap, like the locks. They created juice bars in food deserts. Um, Dead Prez has a huge, uh, they're, they're rappers. Um, they have a huge initiative about food and, um, and teaching people how to, you know, eat healthy on a budget because produce, even organic produce at the end of the day, isn't too expensive. So even if you're, you're poor, there's still ways, you know, so it's a lot of this is about education. Um, and, uh, yeah, like you said, I think, you know, the, the people that, uh, we're telling, you know, their stories and that we're involved with are extremely positive. And, and so it's, it's, it's a lot easier than we, I think we thought it would be to keep it positive. Yeah. 
And, um, but it's a good contrast too. And I think the contrast is important and that's a contrast is a huge part of how we're telling this story, uh, and juxtapositions, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to be following around some, uh, various families from different neighborhoods in Dallas, some from affluent neighborhoods, some from, you know, some from immigrant communities. And basically one of the things that we have yet to shoot, that's going to be in the, the, the film itself is, um, we're going to, you know, follow families and take them from their homes to basically procure food, you know, and show them how do they get the food that they eat. Right. Um, and then have them come back home and, or not come back home, but we're going to show them getting food, preparing their food, and then eating their food. And that looks very, very different depending on what zip code you may be in, in Dallas. And we're going to show that. And I think, again, it's not going to be you know, we're not gonna have to hit people over the head with this. We no, aim yeah. to be very kind of cinema verite, uh, fly on the wall style and just show it, you know, without saying it. Cause again, our agenda is the, the story, you know, and, and the, the solutions. Well, and it and sounds and like you tell it the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sorry, Bo, didn't mean to cut you off no, there. No. Um, but yeah, it, it seems like everything really has just come together very nicely as far as this project goes in terms of the organizations you've got involved, the people that you've actually been working with. And then the, the music is also huge because you, like you, you guys are music guys. And um, I think the music a lot of times can be the most important character in, in a film. So it really has all come together nicely. And um, I, I'm looking forward to it. When are people going to be able to get a look at Where's the Food? Well, right now, once they get on the internet and go to where'sthefood.film, um, because that's the other thing we want to uh, stress, and it's not, you know, it's just Bo and I doing this, so it's, you know, very, uh, and we're doing it on the, on, on kind of on the side as we run our business, and so, um, but we're doing as much as we can to, to keep people informed through, like, the blog on our website, through the Facebook page, the YouTube channel, so um, don't wait for this film to be done. You know, there's, there's, you can, you can start watching stuff now. You can start getting involved now. Um, yes, your your site is very interactive. I and, mean, and it, and it looks great. Thank you, and uh, and and that's kind of just a, a a euphemistic way to say that we don't know when the when this documentary is going <laughs> to gotcha. be done, and that's okay. Absolutely. You know, and and we're, we're totally cool with that because you know the story is going to be ongoing. We want to tell it right. We don't want to uh, put any parameters or as little parameters as possible around it because you know, that's going to taint, you know, the story. And, and, and again, that's all the fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's very different to direct a commercial piece, you know, in a certain way. Whereas this, it's like, there is no directing. It's, it's, it's happening in it's real organic. time. It's really real watching. Yeah. It's yeah. watching and listening for on our end, you know? Um, and that's where this is kind of different from other endeavors where we go in and try to tell the story and, you know, with the shot list and a message and like we, Again, that's why it's so crucial for like kids from these areas to be telling the story because they're, you know, even as storytellers, we're lacking a lot of context with this, you know, because we don't live this. You know, I woke up this morning and made a a, a really good smoothie, you know, with spinach and organic strawberries and stuff, you know, and so we're we're disconnected, and you know, I want to put that out there, you know, that uh, yeah. So we definitely. really need support. So. Any, any kind of support, um, you know, beyond like a like on the Facebook page or whatever, you know, call us, email us, connect us. If you know other people that are, that are uh, either affected by food desert issues or are providing solutions or want to provide solutions, you know, get involved um, on, our, on our platforms and, and in, into this conversation. And there's a lot going on. We're going to be on a panel tonight at the Nasher at six o'clock. It's free. I think there's even some free snacks and food there too. <laughs> Always nice. Um, it's not a food desert. So, over yeah, there. where's the food? There's the food tonight. Um, and also on Sunday and just even with, 
you know, the, the, just c come to earth day and come to the, the film festival, the earth day X film festival, because there's, you know, all of, a lot of this stuff ties in with some of the other stuff that the other stories being told. And, and that's where the community is, um, is there. And that's again, you know, the engagement online is going to be awesome. Watch our stuff, but ultimately, you know, we need you to get out of your house and, and come meet with people and meet your neighbors too. If that's as far as you go, meet your neighbors. Cause that's a big part of the problem too. Well, so I love what you guys are doing. I encourage everyone to get involved, go ahead and check out where's the film, Daniel Nanasi and Bo Etheridge. Thank you guys so much for coming in and, uh, Hope to have you back again soon. Yeah, man. Thanks Thank for having much. us. Thank you very much. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have. We'll see you next week on the DFW Experts Corner on On Air Live.